Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss Hi, I'm Pav and I'm Neil and welcome to the top 10 of anything podcast Let's start the countdown 10 9 So you're sat watching a movie. Maybe you're enjoying it. Maybe not. But there's such a joy when all of a sudden someone pops up on screen unexpectedly. A massive star is suddenly in the scene without warning. The movie cameo is one of the little gifts of the movies. And here is our own little gift, Neil, to give us 10 movie cameo facts. Thank you very much, Pav. So here we go. Wolverine was supposed to have a cameo in Spider-Man 2002. Hugh Jackman even flew to New York, but the scene had to be scrapped because his costume was nowhere to be found. Excelsior! (laughs) Vin Diesel made a cameo appearance in Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift in exchange for the rights to the Riddick franchise. Excelsior! In a scene of Hook, there is a couple kissing on the bridge while Tinkerbell is flying over, dropping fairy dust on them and sending them off flying. The couple was actually an uncredited cameo by George Lucas and Carrie Fisher. Excelsior. <laughs> Mickey Rooney's cameo in The Muppets made him one of the few actors who have acted in ten different decades. Excelsior. <laughs> Businessman Richard Branson did a cameo in the James Bond movie Casino Royale. His, his business rival, British Airways, edited out of their in-flight service. Excelsior! <laughs> Peter Jackson and Kate Blanchett have cameos in Hot Furs as a homicide Santa Claus and Nicholas's ex-girlfriend, respectively. Excelsior! Chris Martin and, J- and Johnny Buckland from Coldplay made a brief cameo appearance in the tail end of Shaun of the Dead. But Martin also played a decay and zombie in the comedy's climax outside of the Winchester pub. Excelsior! Snoop Dogg had a cameo in the movie. It's a very Muppet Christmas movie. But his part was cut out in the final editing. Excelsior! Michael Jackson apparently loved the first Men in Black so much that he personally called up Will Smith, slapped him in the face and said if there was ever (laughs) a sequel he wanted in, Jackson acted himself in Men in Black 2 as an undercover Men in Black agent. Are you Tony Stank? (laughs) 
Samuel L. Jackson wanted a cameo appearance in Breaking Bad, in which he would walk onto the set in Los Polos, Hermandos, dressed as Nick Fury, completely unannounced as if he were a customer buying chicken from the restaurant. Are you Tony's stank? <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you, Our Neil. A pleasure. pleasure. Bless your heart. Okay, I don't know how I'm moving that. I don't need to move that. Welcome. We are going to do top 10 movie cameos. Uh, and someone who's here to do a little cameo themselves. It's our guest, the one and only Josh from Just Films and That Podcast. Welcome back, young man. Hello. 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 Thank you very much for having me. Well, it's so nice to now finally talk movies. We've just spent 15 minutes trying to put the football worlds to rights. <laughs> we have indeed. We have. And I don't think we got anywhere, to be perfectly no. honest. No. But, uh, but there you go. So, yes. So we're here to do movie cameos. Um I was trying to think of what we can define as movie cameos because yeah, sometimes, mo- yeah, sometimes movie cameos can just be a little flash, mm. and sometimes it can be something a character that's got a little bit of an arc. Josh, what would you class as a? Uh... So I don't know. That was my first question: was what is a cameo? Because one, at least one of mine, is just someone who's in it. Yeah, and it's like, but I think it's a cameo. But also, I guess I, for me, what I was thinking was, regardless of length, does it come down to? credited are they credited that's exactly how i looked at it anything that was uncredited is a cameo isn't it yeah and and i think i think all of mine or most of mine are not credited they're a little surprise and i suppose the other side of it is is did they not advertise the fact that they were in it so yeah, I would go. Uh, yeah, i would go more with that that they're not advertised that they're in it i think i've got a, i've got a few that were credited yeah, but they were a surprise when you went and saw the film. Yeah, Does that yeah. makes sense. So, are we spoiling a load of films? Could we potentially be spoiling thirty films? I was we just don't. about to say we <laughs> we probably might not only spoil films for our listeners, we may spoil films for each other. So, just to, the warning, the warning is out there that we yeah. are probably going to spoil some films. It's okay. got to be what it's got to be. It's it? good, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, if you're not up to date with your MCU films. You know, go yeah. watch the most recent MCU films, then come and listen to this. Yeah, mm. or just send us a very heated email. We're yeah, quite happy just, to just kick you know, off. Just kick we, off. Yeah, <laughs> we, can, we can fend them off. We have we have a delete button on our email. <laughs> do you have email machines? I don't think you yeah. have email. Yeah, yeah we call it called, called a computer. Ah, that's it. That's <laughs> I've wondered what this thing is in front of me. I wonder what it was called. <laughs> I called it email screen thing. The email contraption. <laughs> that's it. Emailinator. There you go. There you go. God, Josh, we could make a million. Well, if we're making emailinator. We're in the wrong game here. Emails, that's where it's at. Yeah, emails and football punditry. That's the two <laughs> things we should be doing. <laughs> at once, yeah. Yeah, so to let everybody know, before we actually do jump into this, we are going to probably spoil movies, some that might be 30, 40 years old, some that might have been or might still be in the cinemas now as we record this. So there's your warning. Everybody happy with that? Yes. Yeah, I'm not hearing any of our listeners complaining. So we will head straight in. Um, Josh, give us your number 10 movie cameo. So my number 10, and I'm throwing this one in here for Alice, who couldn't be with us due to a prior engagement, it is Keanu Reeves in the film Always Be My Maybe. So oh, Alice wow. loves Keanu Reeves. Have either of you seen this film? No. I don't think I have, no. It's a sort of, it's quite a, it's quite, it's a fairly bog standard, decent rom-com. It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix film, I think. 
Um, and it's good. It's quite funny. But there is a bit in it where it's about two childhood friends and they've been friends their whole life. And it's always been like a will they won't they sort of situation. Anyway, the, the, the lady is I can't remember who plays. Them, I can't remember their names, but um, she is talking about how she's been dating someone and he's changed their life and they're out for a meal. And he's, oh, I think, going to ask her out. And then he looks over, she goes, oh, here he is now. And in walks Keanu Reeves. I've seen that clip. I've and seen he plays, that. Yeah, and he plays himself. But he plays like a really, really wanky version of himself. <laughs> and it's really, it's just really funny. I don't know why, I don't, I don't know why it's so funny. But also, it's quite surprising as well, because I don't think you associate Keanu Reeves with that sort of thing. He seems to no. stick to, to what he wants to do. And, and that's that. But no, he, he he rocks up in this, and essentially, from what I've read, it's because he was just filming John Wick at the same time, and they went, "Oh, we just do you want to come and do this," and he thought it was funny, and it is really funny. It's a really really funny cameo. It completely elevates the film from one thing to the next, like it takes it up a notch. Because it, until then, you're like, "Yeah, it's fine," and then that and then that goes in, you're like, "Ah, Keanu Reeves." <laughs> It stars Ali Wong and Randall that's Park. Rand- the Randall Park. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. and they I think they wrote it together as well. Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, it's, an it's worth a look. It's worth a look, but that cameo is worth it for for that alone. The cameo makes it worth it. Yeah, twenty nineteen. I've definitely seen that scene because he he gesticulates with his hands a lot. Doesn't yeah, he, he does a yeah. lot of kissing, blowing kisses, and that's he, like, it. He does a lot of like really like talking about his you know soul and talking about deeper meaning and that sort of thing as if he's like this really higher being. It's, it's funny. It's worth funny. I'm not doing it justice. It's worth it's worth watching. It's like you say, he's being wanky, isn't he? He's yeah, being, he's, he's being yeah, he is. He is. A wanky Reeves. Wanky Reeves. Wanky Reeves. Was he a country and western singer? <laughs> <laughs> he probably was. <laughs> uh, right then, Neil, you're number 10 then, please. So mine is a Beatle, George Harrison, nonetheless, in Life of Brian. And I brought him up because now every time I watch Life of Brian, I can't help but notice it. But it took me a long time to realise that that was who it was. Mm. I mean, you do hear him mumble a little bit, but and obviously he was in the movie because he was the producer with handmade films. But it's a great little cameo, really. Yeah, he, um, he's he's my number five. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, um, I very nearly put Spike Milligan in as well, but I thought no, mm. I'll give it to George because it, like I said, it took me a while to realise it was George Harrison. Um, but oh, a Beatle man, that that's that's what pushed it up to number five for me. A Beatle, and he helped get the film made. Mm. He apparently like, put four million pounds of his own money in. Yeah, apparently so. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, handmade uh, films, which was his company, wasn't it? Didn't last very long. I mean, they started draining and that. But what else did yeah. they do? What else? What other a private function. That's, uh, that's the Maggie. Is that the Maggie Smith one? Yeah, Michael Palin. Uh, yeah, that's Michael Palin, yeah. So pretty right. much Python stuff. Yeah, did, <laughs> I, well, pretty much, isn't it? And yeah, was it Jabberwocky? Was that his? Oh, yeah, that's Michael Palin as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it, Terry Gilliam. So the bit with him in, is that the crowd bit where they're all following him? It is, when they're all yeah. in the bottom of um, Judith, is it Judith's flat or is it? No, Brian's oh, flat, isn't it? it? After it, the yeah. lovemaking. And, and the you whole, get the whole, uh, the whole full frontal scenes. That's it. <laughs> Which um, always had a very funny line, you know, if it's not a personal question, are you a virgin? <laughs> Which when I was, uh, um, when I used to work with this guy, he used to always quote films and quite often Monty Python films just send me a text. And then I had a text from him and he goes, did you get my last text? And I said, no. He said, shit. And he checked his phone and he went, I've just sent my grandmother a you, if it's not a personal question, are you a virgin? <laughs> what, what did she say? 
<laughs> I, I never found out. But I found that hilarious. So. Yeah. <coughs> it's funny you say that. Are, are there any movie quotes that you use in your everyday life? <clears throat> um, yeah, if somebody farts, I always go, did you just soil yourself? I know I do it. I know I do yeah, it, but I can't do. think of any, like off the top of my head now, but I know for a fact that when certain things happen... I've definitely think, done the short of the dead one. Which you know, like that? in the pub, can I get any you cunts? Another drink. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. definitely done that one. And is that um, when you're having lunch with your grandmother? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, a nice, it's a nice Sunday afternoon. Everyone's there. <laughs> the vicar's there. We've gone straight there from church. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, well, I try to think of the other ones. There's, 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 there's loads. loads. There's, yeah. There's I, loads. I catch myself doing it like nearly every day. And I think to myself, oh, that's from a movie. But I, yeah. I, honestly, my mind's got, I shouldn't have asked the question because I didn't have anything to back it up with for an example. So that was, that was, a, that was a bad bit of uh, <laughs> introducing. Anyway, <laughs> uh, my number 10 is from Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens, and it's Daniel Craig. Yeah, I've got the Stormtrooper. Yeah. These he's, are my honourable uh, mentions. Okay. He's my number eight. Your number eight, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it's been famous uh, since the start of the like the, the sequel trilogy of how many famous people became stormtroopers. Mm. I think um, Ed Sheeran, yeah, one, Prince Harry it? and Prince William. Yeah. yeah, There's a lot of alleged ones as well, isn't there? Tom, like Hardy. Not, not, the, the, Tom yeah, Hardy. Yeah, the scene from Rise of... Was it Rise of Skywalker or was it... I'm trying to think now. Was it the Last Jedi when they're in the the lift with the stormtroopers and and Tom Hardy for some reason does oh, this yeah that's um, drawl and La- Last Jedi was that it? was Last Jedi yeah. but apparently that was, that was where William and Harry were in that scene as well weren't they apparently yeah, yeah. Um, but yes so the scene where um, Ray has been been captured and manages to use the uh, force the Jedi mind trick on uh, this specific. Um, first order stormtrooper, and that was that was Daniel Craig. But you can once you know it, you can hear his voice. Yeah, that, that's what yeah, I that, said. I never saw. I never realized that. Someone pointed it out to me, and then I was like, I couldn't stop hearing Daniel Craig's voice. Yeah, yeah. It took me a couple of li- uh, watches, and then suddenly you're like, yes, you can definitely hear it's him. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. okay, that was my number ten. Uh, Josh, your number nine, please. So number number nine, and you've already alluded to it a little bit in the intro there, Neil is uh, is. <laughs> Michael Jackson and then in black two. I'll tell you why I picked this. It's fucking weird. It completely jars the film. It's an example of star power just forcing their way in there. It makes no sense, but and, it, and it's just it's so strange. But I couldn't help but pick it because it was one of the first ones that came to mind. He's just there on the screen talking to, to Zed, and it just makes doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense at all. <laughs> it's just Michael Jackson is there. Yeah, he should have been one of the aliens. Really, it would have been a lot funnier. But there's, but there are a few, aren't there, in Men in Black films in the background? Usually. Yeah, they show like I think Sylvester Stallone's in it and Lady Gaga's That's in it, right. and there's plenty of other people who are like because it's all that thing of aliens are living on Earth as people. So, oh, anyone who's either looks a bit weird or has some sort of superhuman ability must be an alien. Mm. And, and then they just went and 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 then Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, well, what? Yeah, no, just Michael Jackson's in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> It just, it's so weird. I haven't seen Men in Black 2 for a long, long time. I need, do I need to re... No. Uh, return right. to that one. It's all right. 
Men in Black, the Men in Black franchise is a real franchise that the first movie is great, and then my god, didn't they ever? Yes, yeah, so, so I, I don't mind the third one. I think they do some interesting stuff in it, but the, I think the first one's brilliant. And then yeah. the last one with Chris Hemsworth in it, I've not seen it. Not, uh, I, I gave up on it. Yeah, I'm not bothered. If it's not, if it's not the original two guys, then not you know really what? Good. I completely forgot that they done that one. Yeah, and yeah, the, the worst thing about that film is it's it was allegedly supposed to be a Twenty One Jump Street Men in Black crossover. That's right. That's yeah, right, and it's yeah. like, why did you make that? Yeah. Like, I'd have definitely gone to see that, but the, the reason they didn't make it is because, remember when Sony had all those email leaks? Yeah, that's right. And that's they, when it leaked, and they decided, I'll tell you what, instead of the fact that we've leaked it, we won't follow through, we'll just pull it. And it's like, oh, come on. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Everyone wanted to see Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill join yeah. Men in Black. Yeah, uh, yeah. God, I completely forgot that. Men in Black International, wasn't it, or something? Yeah, Tessa yeah. Thompson and Chris Hemsworth and Liam Hemsworth. Neeson, yeah. I think. That's Emma, right, yeah, and Emma Thompson yeah. was in it. Yeah, as well. I, don't, yeah, I, have, yeah. I haven't seen it. You've not like seen I said, it. I said, I, yeah, it lost me. I started to watch it. I think it was on one of the. I think it's on Netflix, isn't it? But how is it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah not good. good, not good. Uh, go on then, Neil. You're number nine. So I've had George Harrison. We might as well have a stone now and get Keith Richards and Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. Nobody more perfect to play uh, Jack Sparrow's dad than Keith Richards because. They basically Johnny Depp modelled himself on him when he did the uh, the role, and it is a great cameo. And who knew that Keith Richards could sort of act and not? Well, he's probably pissed. And I mean, he's do he's just being Keith Richards. Yeah, basically, it it works perfectly for what (laughs) it was needed. Yeah, Um, it's a lot better than Paul McCartney's cameo in the last. Oh yeah! Do you remember he appeared, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was surprised you had one Beatle. I thought he was going to have another. No, beetle. I just I didn't like that cameo so much. I thought Keith um, Keith Richards' one was a lot better, but Paul McCartney one, like you said, is is very forgetful, isn't it? I don't I don't um, think I've even seen that Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, was that was that the last one? Yeah, Salazar's Revenge or whatever. Oh uh, yeah, they got longer and longer and more and more complicated. As they yeah, on, and you have a great they? villain like Xavier Bardem, and then hardly use him. It's just weird. Yeah, it, just oh, honestly, yes. No. Yeah, so how many? But, they, that's five they've done, isn't mm, it? Then five, yeah. Parts. five, yeah. And, and they're doing another, be, aren't they? But without with, Johnny not, Depp, yeah, he's said, hasn't he? Well, I should comment ongoing court case, but apparently he has said that he wouldn't do any more for any money in the world or something like that. He's basically mm. intimated he wouldn't do any more parts of the game. He's not going to listen to this, he's not going to sue me, is he? No, um, I think but, he said he, he said, he he said he's do done with a, Disney, isn't he? he, he yeah, he won't work with Disney, Disney again. Yeah. Uh, the rumor I saw on one of the numerous movie websites that I look at every day was that apparently um, Zach Efron was uh, like lined up to play. Jack Sparrow. So I've heard, oh, really? I've heard Margot Robbie, but not to play Jack Sparrow. That she'll be the lead. <laughs> oh right. That Margot Robbie will play like the lead pirate, which I think sounds great. Yeah, that yeah. sounds uh, right. like. But I don't know much about Zach. They I, don't I, like, need to do Jack Sparrow, do they? I mean, there's Johnny all the pirates. Was, <laughs> yeah, yeah there's loads other, of them. <laughs> and Johnny Depp was Jack Sparrow. So whoever steps into it, it's big shoes to fill, really, isn't it? Yeah, he he's not. G- he's not James Bond, is he? Like you can just. No. No, uh, he's another character. Captain Jack Sparrow. Remember, yeah, he's not just Jack Sparrow. Savvy, savvy. Yeah. <laughs> After my uh, Bones McCoy last week, there's no way I'm going to try and do a Jack Sparrow. I've, uh, I'm, do, I do, topped... do, do, do Bones, do Bones McCoy. It's worse than that. He's dead, Jim. 
<laughs> it's the eye. Uh, I, I, I don't know. See, I look like Captain Jack Sparrow with like a pirate. Yeah, I was going to say. I like Bones McCoy from Somerset. That's, that's yeah, what I say. You should have a parrot on your shoulder. <laughs> I should do. I should do. Um, right, so that was your number nine. My number nine, uh, he's the man that started it all. Uh, in the um, MCU, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, Nick Fury in Iron Man. Now, uh, yeah. the very first MCU, well, not wasn't the very first MCU movie, was it? No, because yeah, it, yeah. It's the first what about Incredible Hulk? Oh, no, that was after, wasn't after, it? That was after. Uh, yeah. That was after. Yes. That was before the MCU went to became Marvel's own production company. That's and they, right. They that's were just right. sort of throwing some stuff out, and then here we are now. Yeah, and I can remember watching that bit at the end, and I thought, oh, wow, it's Samuel L. Jackson. I love Samuel L. Jackson. He's talking about the Avengers. Does that mean that that's like Steed and Purdy? <laughs> I thought, I don't understand where the connection is. What's going on? And then sort of, I looked on the internet. I thought, oh, this this could be interesting. All right, okay. And then they set the, the wheels in motion for like the next 20-odd movies and the next 10 years of... <laughs> 95 90% greatness with a few little wonky additions mm. um but it's also just a perfect casting for a perfect little drop in there telling you what is going to what is oh, going to yeah. happen in the future yeah and he he, he is Nick Fury so the character when they remodeled him was the we they used Samuel L Jackson's likeness so then when mm. they came to, because they didn't ask him, apparently, when it came to the film, they went, well, we should probably ask him and pay him like a shitload of money so that it comes full circle. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I was thinking with, with Samuel L. Jackson, the, who has been in the most franchises? Which it is actor? Samuel L. Jackson. I thought I read that the other day. In terms of him, like, yeah, so, so he's in Star Wars. So he's, yeah, well, he's Marvel, in Star Wars, Marvel. What? Incredibles. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Okay. That's four. Mm. That's four. Uh, so it, what, he's not in, let's think of the big ones. He's not in Harry Potter. He's not in Fast and the Furious. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you've also, say you've got, so yeah, not Harry Potter, I mean, that, Fast, that's, that's Lord of the not, Rings. Not in that. He's not he's in not that. He's not in those. I mean, uh, there's, some, there's some actors that have been in Marvel and DC. Like so. Andy, Andy Circus is a big one, isn't he? See, I think Andy Circus is the winner. Because he's Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, MCU, Batman. Um, yeah, yeah, so I think I think he's the highest. He might be the highest. It's either him or Samuel Jackson, like one of the two of the highest grossing actors if you work out box office. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Another little um question I poke in there, look, without the actual answer. So that's I'm two for two on that tonight. So that's good. Um, right, Josh, then you're number eight, please. So my number eight, again, already been alluded to a little bit, is Kate Blanchett in Hot Fuzz. Um, great little cameo. Again, had to be pointed out that it was her. Mm. You know, she's, she's a comedian, isn't she, Kate Blanchett? She's absolutely brilliant. I picked her because I love the film, because I love the cameo, the fact that they've got, like, one of the greatest actors in the world to play Sam Pegg's girlfriend for, for two minutes. A couple of good jokes in there about, you know, seeing Bob. That's not Bob. Hello there. That You know, that yeah. all that all that bit. Um, I Also, I, I'll be honest... I didn't. I didn't have many ladies. I thought I should probably have some 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 ladies in there as well. Um, mm. Yeah, great little cameo, good little film. She is in it, as I say, with Peter Jackson. But I didn't want to double up and be like Peter Jackson and Kate Blanchett or whatever. But uh, so I so I picked her. Um, yeah, brilliant, brilliant cameo. And it's a perfect cameo because you don't you, all the way through her performance. You have no idea that it is her because she's got a mask on. 
Yeah. yeah. Unless it's not really, like she really takes the mask off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She doesn't take the mask off, and you go, "Oh my god, it's Kate Blanchett." It's not until the end, and I think um, Joe Cornish is in that episode, in, in that scene as well. I think he is one of the techs. I think he's one yeah. of the CSI He might even techs. be the one that says hello. Yeah, hello there. Yeah, hello there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that he's he's definitely one of. Them. Yeah, and like Peter Jackson as well. Yeah. Um, as the crazy Santa. And of course, he cameoed in his own movie, didn't he? Fellowship of the Ring. He, he was did, the drunk yeah. in the village, wasn't he? Yeah, he did. Not the yeah. first director to do that. No, Alfred maybe it'll Hitchcock come up. Maybe it'll come up later. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Neil, your number eight was Daniel Craig. It was Wakens. My number eight was uh, alluded to on the um, the little drops. Excelsior, uh, the king of cameos uh, in the MCU world, Stanley. Uh, I'm going to put that in as number t- uh, my as my number two, but I put all of them because yeah, so does I. Yeah, that's my number two. Yeah, I mean, it was it became a point where you would that you'd be looking forward to seeing mm. Stanley in whatever cameo. No matter, I mean, some of them were like pointless. Some of them were like really really funny. Can you think of a favourite Stanley cameo? I, I can't in, remember in which end. movie it was, but the one when he was the librarian. And the stuff, uh, all the shit was going on no, behind that's him. That's Spider Man. That was Spider Man. First Andrew Garfield Spider Man. Ah, so that's oh, what was it. it. You, then, yeah. is it? Oh, yeah. Okay. That was still my yeah. favourite. No, it's, still, it's still a cameo. <laughs> it's, all, it's, I yeah. mean, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah not... I love the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 one because they confirm that he's a watcher. That's right. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's so, right. So that sort of encompasses all of them because he says, and then I was this, and then I was this. Mm. Yeah. Or um, the Tony Stank one's pretty funny. Are you Tony? <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to hear that again. <laughs> yeah. That is a good one. That is a good one. Neil, what's your favourite? I was just trying to think, actually. I mean... Small rats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah but that's a great, <laughs> which great he is, cameo. Which he is reading in Captain Marvel. That's right, that's right. he is. So it's like a cameo in, whilst he's reading about a cameo. Yeah. Kevin Smith made a big deal about that. Layers, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Tony Stank, maybe. That is funny. <laughs> that is a great one. I just love them all. They're just like Pav said, you know, you, you ended up watching them to try and spot him and then find out. I mean, it became easier and easier as they went on. But yeah, it's just to me, they were almost the cameos of all cameos, aren't they? Yeah. Because he was there pretty much in every, well, he was there in every one until he sadly went, wasn't he? Yeah, um, and the original Iron Man, Iron Man, I think it was the Hugh Hefner one, wasn't it? That was, was quite yeah, well, funny. We go back to the um, Tobey Maguire uh, Spider Man's. I mean, he's there, isn't he? he? Pushes the person out, or pulls the person out of the way with the falling debris yeah, and all of yeah. that. So, yeah. Oh, he, bless did him. Did he cameo in any of the Blades? Because they were sort of the first of the Marvely sort. I can't. Of I can't. I. I can't recall, but I'd be I very surprised he if he walked off in Blade. <laughs> But he is in Deadpool, so yeah, that's an exactly. 18. So, was he in Deadpool? Was he? He's a DJ in a strip club. That's right. Yes, uh, he is. It yes, is. he is. So uh, he's definitely not in the first one of Blade. Definitely, unless I, unless he's really hidden. <laughs> I can't remember the other two. What year was Blade? Ninety-eight. Yeah. Let me have a look. I'll have a look and see. Because I'd be intrigued to know. No, it doesn't look like it. Uh, like according to uh so the spider-man the toby Maguire, you know the sam raimi spider-man's were where mm. he started his cameos and 
Yeah, I think so. He was in Muppet uh, Unless he appeared in The Punisher, the Dolph Lundgren one. <laughs> Again, I don't think so. <laughs> no, no. Or the, uh, the weird 90s Captain America starring J.D. Salinger's son. Oh, yeah. Strangest, <laughs> weirdest, like, thing. They got the catcher and the author of Catching Their Eyes' son to play Captain America because he's American. Like, yeah, it's bizarre, weird. It? What a weird idea. And then there was the Roger Corman, which you can see clips of, but I don't think anybody's seen the Fantastic the, Four. The one, do you know why they made that? So they wouldn't lose the rights. Ah, there you go. So they made a film as cheaply and as poorly as they could so that they wouldn't lose the rights and then they could then make another Fantastic Four film. There was a right. version of it on YouTube, I'm pretty sure. No, you yeah, can, still, there's, you can yeah. get all of it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's, a, there's a Doctor Strange from 1974 as well, which I've got a copy of somewhere. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really weird. So the, fir- the first um, MCU cameo that he did was for X-Men. Oh, of okay. course, yeah, 2000. 2000, he was yeah. a hot dog vendor. That's right. Oh, very good. Bless him. Excelsior! Indeed. <laughs> um, so that was my number... Eight, is that right? Yes. So, Josh, your number seven, please. My number seven is um, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Because um, I just think it's really funny that in it they are, if you've not seen the film, basically they're running for a film set and Matt Damon and Ben Affleck are making Goodwill Hunting 2 hunting <laughs> season. Yeah. And it's like, a, it's like a Goodwill Hunting action film. And yeah. It's because they're friends with Kevin Smith and they do a lot of breaking the fourth wall in the film, talking to the camera about how they owed him a favour. And I just think it's really good. You know, a good cameo, I think, one of the good things it should do is send yourself up. Mm-hmm. So the fact that there was all these rumours wasn't that they, you know, they did Goodwin Hunt and it completely shot them into stardom and then all the things that followed after that, which we know about. But then there was all these rumours that Kevin Smith actually wrote Goodwill Hunting. And people were like, there's no way that they could possibly have written that. And then he came out and was like, no. So then they sort of did a little wink and a nod to that by having them write, mm. uh, put a good Will Hunting in a film written by Kevin Smith and it'd be really, really shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I mean, there's loads of great cameos in Kevin Smith films, but, but I particularly like those two because I think particularly Ben Affleck gets a lot of stick, but I think they, they all send themselves up. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I mean, there's plenty, there's plenty of celebrities who you, who you think, they'd never send themselves up and then they do. And that's, that's all the sweeter when they do it, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. 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 There's some really good, like, I can't remember what the code number is, but they go, there's a code 42. He goes, Oh, what's that? That's a dead hooker in Affleck's yeah. um, cabin. Yeah. Ah, no, I haven't been with a hooker today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I also ca- think it's really funny that Gus Van Sant mm. takes the piss out of himself. Just counting so it's money. So much of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so much yeah. of it was so say a prima donna and like uh, I, I told you, Ben, I'm busy and, while he's and the guy from Goodwill Hunting. That's right. That's and right. Yeah. Who, is rude, who is rude to them, gets shot with yeah. a shotgun, and he's like, applesauce, bitch. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean I love Goodwill Hunting, it's like one of my favorite films. I think it's an I think it's a fantastic film. And um the fact that they made a shit sequel, I just think it's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. I think the, the the Carrie Fisher and the Mark Hamill um cameos in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back are great yeah. as well. Yeah. Um Carrie Fisher is the nun. Yeah. <laughs> 
when she has, <laughs> thinks you got to go down on her and that to, to pay <laughs> back for the lift. Yeah. And then uh, Mark Hamill's cock knocker, isn't cock he? Knocker. At the, uh, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, the blunt man and chronic at the but end. That's I, a great I, film. I, I still haven't seen the new one. Yeah, I, I wouldn't bother. Oh, uh, really? really? I don't mind. It's not great. Because they're all in it again, one. aren't they? Yeah, yeah they are. Yeah. The, the only trouble I had with it He's he's not made a good movie. For, I, th- I think since Red State, which I thought was really good, a great change of pace. I haven't actually seen that. I don't Have you not? It's it's, no. it's great not. Movie. It's not like a, it's a horror film, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's not like a Kevin Smith film at all. And then he started making movies from his podcast ideas, and they're not. A lot of not definitely he disappeared well, on his own ass a little bit. Tusk, Tusk, Tusk right. isn't too bad. Is that the is walrus it? one? Yeah. Yeah, it isn't too bad. We, we were in a uh, screening in LA, weren't we, Neil? There was like we us were, and there's like me. two other people in there, I think. Yeah. One other um <laughs> but it was yeah, I, that wasn't bad. That was okay. But I think Michael Parks made that movie. That's the yeah. thing, isn't it? It's Michael Parks you're yeah. watching in the prison. But the other ones, um, Yoga Hoses is Oh, shocking. Jesus Christ. That, that one with his daughter in it. It is yeah. shocking. It, well, it is got, embarrassing. Um, we've got Clerks 3 coming out next year or later this year, haven't we? So that's right. Later this that, year, hopefully. Is it? Let's yeah. Say, yeah. Let's, let's see how that goes. Yeah, but yeah. Okay. Uh, Neil, you're number seven, please. So it's David Bowie in Zoolander. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it when I went to see the cinema, and I love the fact that he was up there. Now, Zoolander, I used to find was hilarious. It, it doesn't leave me as thinking it as funny as it, as it initially was. I mean, it might have been dampened because they made Zoolander 2 and really butchered the concept. But David Bowie, on that, whatever it is, walk off the cat, Walk oh yeah, the Marvel walk-off. Yeah, down and blue steel. Uh, <laughs> it's just fucking hilarious with Will Ferrell there as well. I think it's very, very funny. Um, He's in my honourable mentions. What Bowie David Bowie? Yeah. yeah, it because, was just class to see him. It really was. It was again someone you wouldn't really expect to be sending themselves up, sending themselves up. Exactly, like, showing you've got a sense of humour about yourself. I think that's a really good mark of a cameo. That I think mm. that. The biggest crime of Zoolander 2 is that they didn't call it Toolander for me. Um, oh, yeah. You know, it, it would have been good if they'd have done that. I'd have gone and seen it. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> no, it's not good. If they were going to have done a sequel, they should have done it earlier. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah, I've never... I've, I don't think I've ever watched Zoolander. I don't it's, think it, it, it's it got is, some it really funny. funny moments. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you've got to, um, you've got to. So there's, it's one of those comedies that you either, you'll either like it or you will not get it. Yeah, it's like there's some people who really, really look like I could never get my. This is obviously a TV series. But I could never get my head around Mighty Boosh. Right, right, and some, okay. And some people think it's absolutely hilarious. Some yeah, people, I mean, it's all subjective, isn't it? Like yeah, I, yeah. I absolutely well, I absolutely love this country, which obviously you guys have covered. I really love um, Staff Let's Flats, but I have met people who've gone. I just watched it and didn't get it. I was the same. I watched a couple of episodes of it, especially the episode with Charlie Cooper in it. And Charlie Cooper <laughs> yeah. seemed to me like the funniest bit in that. And I didn't get it. But I thought but, myself, but, he's trying to talk like Ali G for some reason. I don't, I don't so, understand yeah, it's difficult. where the comedy you get is. It or you, so the whole idea is yeah. that he's, he moved here when he was like 15 and he, from Cyprus. So all this speech is not proper English because he's like learned to speak off the telly and stuff. Oh, right, right. right. But if you don't, if you don't warm to that. So I really love Jamie Demetrio. I think he's brilliant. Um, like I've heard him interview on other podcasts. He's always really, really funny. Um, and I love Staff Let's Flats and obviously him and his sister play brother and sister in it. That's right. Um, and I really, like, I find it really funny, but I have met people who've gone, I just, I couldn't get into it. Yeah. Like, it's weird, isn't it? Comedy yeah. subjective, isn't it? Some yeah, Monty like Python's really, really the same, weird. isn't it? Some people love yeah. it and some yeah. people just do not understand. My wife's, 
every time I put it on, she doesn't I'm understand why I'm laughing. Hysterics at Monty Python, but yeah. then yeah. my partner um, loves Napoleon Dynamite, and I just watch it. I'm like, don't get it. Just nothing for it's me. Crazy in this year. Yeah, 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 it's crazy. He loves Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. But Zoolander Pav is full of great cameos. It is, yeah. Great yeah. Okay. I won't say I'll them give, all, I will, but there's some very funny moments in it. I will give it a go. I will give it a go. Okay, my number seven is from a movie in the 70s called Silent Movie. I don't know if you guys have heard of this one. Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. And it's Marcel Marceau. Uh, Yeah, great cameo. Anybody who's not seen it, so it's Mel Brooks and he he decides he wants to make a silent movie. So it's the movie is about him making the silent movie that you're watching, basically. Trying to get the people to come in. Burt Reynolds is one of the, the, the guests in it, isn't he? He is. Um, and the only line of dialogue that's in it is from the world-famous mime, Marcel Marceau. <laughs> Everything else is done in the fa- famous old-fashioned way of seeing like cards with what they say. Mm. Um, I can remember watching this the week after watching the film The End. And have, have you guys ever seen the film The End? No, I must see the this. Burt Reynolds movie with Dom DeLuise. And it, I can I can remember it as clear as day. It was a Sunday evening. I was probably about 15, 16 years old. Sunday night, nine o'clock on BBC Two. And I was sat watching The End with my parents. And there's a scene in there. I think it's on, I think the scene's on YouTube. Burt Reynolds finds out that he's got um, a toxic blood disease. So he's only got a certain amount of time left to live. So he's trying to find ways of killing himself and he ends up in this mental institution and it's one of the funniest openings I've ever seen because he's he's taken all these pills and then he wakes up and he sort of, as he gets up, he goes straight to the camera and goes, God damn son of a bitch. <laughs> and it just makes you laugh like that. And then Dom DeLuise is sat next to him and saying, that's very interesting. You know, because like 70% of people that try and commit suicide um, normally have an exclamation. And he said, well, and you find out that Dom DeLuise is actually a mental patient in in, oh, right. in place. And the scene between Dom DeLuise and Burt Reynolds, I it, in all my life, I've never laughed so much. I thought my... It is a comedy then? It is. I thought oh, my throat right. was going to split for this particular <laughs> scene. I was laughing so much. And then the following week, they played... I'd never seen Silent Movie before, but I was a massive Mel Brooks fan. And Dom DeLuise is in one scene. No, no, no. He's in, I think he's one of the, the gang with Mel Brooks trying to make the movie and he st- he starts dancing on this table and slowly the table starts going down <laughs> and I started laughing like that. I thought, oh my God, two weeks on the trot. Dom DeLuise has got me. He's got me again. Um, it's a clever one, that, isn't it, Marcel? So It is so clever. It's, that's, that's a real, it's, it's up there with um, the one from Annie Hall. You know, he says um, there's a guy trying to impress a girl on a date and he's quoting a writer and then he goes, the writer walks in and he goes, you don't know anything about my work. And then like walks out again. (laughs) I mean, that's like, that's definitely like for your more intellectual cinema goers. It is. I mean, the thing is, I I probably didn't know at that time, the first time I watched it, who Marcel Marceau was. If anything, I thought to myself, my God, he looks like the the bloke that Kenny Everett plays on the TV show. (laughs) He looks just like him when he used to draw the outlines and then carry off on a bike or something. But then you, you realize when you get older, you realize who it is. But yeah, that's that for me is a great, great cameo. Very, very good. Okay, uh, Josh, your number six, please. So my number six was um, 
Did I say George Harrison was my number five? You did, yes. Sorry, George Harrison was my number six. Ah, right. Okay, so your George Harrison with uh, yes. Life of Brian is number six. It is, yeah. My, yeah, I've got my number five ready to go, though, next. Okay, so Neil, your number six, then, please. So it's Jay and Silent Bob, but in Scream 3. And ah, they're, they're queuing oh, to get in the studio, yeah. which is where it sort of started, wasn't it? It's through Miramax. Um, uh, obviously, the films were both financed, and that ends up why they did it back through, wasn't it, with some mm. of the cast from there. But it was re- I wasn't expecting this at all, to see them both stood in the queue for the tour of the studio. Um, and it really <laughs> made me laugh, really made me laugh. Um, I take it you're a Jay and Silent Bob fan from the earlier movies as well, Josh. Yeah, so yeah, I love the viewer skew stuff, like starting with Clerks and obviously through mm. to, to, to the other stuff. Um, yeah, do, yeah, do, I do, I find them quite funny, find them quite endearing. I think that the thing is that those films are good at is um, is the dialogue. I think if you watch them now, I mean, you know, let's be honest, there's probably some issues around the way they've aged. Um, I think Clerks is, or Clerks is Clerks, the I think, I think it's, it's probably Chasing Amy is the one that people are going to hold up as like their fucking hell. One, yeah, yeah, I love that movie. I'm well, say yeah, it. but and, and as he said before, the decisions and the actions the characters take in the film are not are not shown to be good. Mm. Um, exactly, and the, and the language that is not good in the film is used by idiots. Mm, yeah, so that's sort of the point. So maybe people are missing the point. I don't know, but uh, no, dude, I like Jay and Silent Bob. My first exposure to Jay and Silent Bob was in. Um, the Afro Man video gonna get high. Oh yeah, <laughs> but, or, but I got high or something like that. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I didn't know who they were. Because I got I think, high, yeah. Because I got high. That's it. Yeah. How can I not remember the name of that cute <laughs> kid <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and all the other ones he did? Um, but uh, yeah, no, I do. I like the Kevin. I do like the Kevin Smith. Uh, yeah, I think he writes really good dialogue. It's yeah. a shame I mean, he's not done. He, like, we never got to see his Superman film or whatever. No, so they sort of so yeah, that would have been nice to have seen. But with Jay and Silent Bob in Scream Three, they replicated it, didn't they? With um, what's his name from Dawson's Creek and um, oh, Jason Biggs and James Van Der Beek. Yeah, yeah, they? yeah. The sort of the Pie other Pie <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Oh, God. But yeah, it was just great to see them. It, it was a real sort of, and again, it's another little nod. Um, Wes Craven was very good at those little nods to the yeah. camera and other things. He was another director that was very good in installing them. Um, but yeah, it was just great to see him. And like I said, it was a real unexpected. I knew nothing about that one again. And it was just lovely to see the fellas. And <laughs> it not does such take a great it, screen movie as well. No, it does take you out of the movie slightly though, doesn't it? When something sometimes, like that sometimes, but not always. Not always, yeah. sometimes. But mm. sometimes that's good. It's like a quick breath before the film carries on. Mm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And especially Depends. in a horror film as well. You don't mm. it does that little bit of levity just um takes the edge off a little bit of seeing all the blood and gore. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so that was your number six, Neil. My number six is Ralph Bellamy and Donna Michi in Coming to America. Uh, Randolph and Mortimer Duke from um, Trading Places. Uh, Eddie Murphy's character gives him a pile of money. And uh, I think it's Donna Michi that says, Randolph, we're back, we're back. <laughs> They're on the street, aren't they? Like, yeah. on the street. Yes, because yeah, yeah. at the end of Trading Places, spoilers, they lose all their money over a $1 <laughs> bet. And, and one for of them the life was of me, out to the ambulance, wasn't he? I always assumed he was dying. 
Yeah, that was yeah, that's right. So <laughs> was, I think it's, that was Mortimer, wasn't it? Yeah, and they say Randolph, your your brother's had a heart attack. Fuck him. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Don't give a shit, does he? <laughs> Wheel them back in here. Uh, I love that movie, but I still don't understand what the fuck's going on at the end of it with the frozen concentrated orange juice. Don't think it matters, Pav. I I know that they're buying at a certain price and selling at a certain price, but everybody's shouting. How do they know who's talking to who? And they're just writing on these little bits of paper. I don't get it. Is that that, uh, Trading Places you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. I see. Yeah. Couldn't remember that coming to America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of that McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's just it was just great to see them and it just tied the tied the movies together, which I thought was nice. Uh that well, was my both John Landis, weren't they, as well? So Yeah. And they're both yeah. like they're like back to back, are they year after year, something like that? They're quite close um, together, aren't not they? Not too sure. I think it was a couple of years in it. Oh, I'm it? not sure if it was John Landis. You forget how young Eddie Murphy is in those films. I know. In it? the first Beverly Hills Cop, he's 23 or 24. Was he? Or is he really? like yeah. So how like, old was he when he did 20, uh, 48 hours? Like young, like he young. Like yeah, I think he I think he's only just turned 60, Eddie Murphy. Oh, you forget, don't you? you He's really, so like young. You said, you he, he, he must, I think he did stand up from being about something like 12. Honestly, yeah. it, was, it was something crazy like that. And then he just blew up massive, didn't he? Did you watch the sequel to Come Into America, the Amazon? Co- com- no, I couldn't really bring myself to do it. I did I watch it, but America. it lost everything that was charming. It's got, it's got all them in it, hasn't it? It's got like yeah, Austin, but it just didn't have it. the direction or the, the script. It, it was yeah. very... Yeah, it, it wasn't... Sometimes you've got to let, like, you've got to let things lie, haven't you? Exactly. Like, like, I haven't seen the newest one, so I couldn't comment on it. But like, stop trying to make Ghostbusters films. Oh, mm. I tell you, I watched it again on Saturday because it's just become on Sky. I love it. Oh, is it good? Is it? It has got. I mean, I was. That's two times I've watched it now, and although I'm a no, worse, I know I'm a worse. Then. I cried both times. Really? really? Maybe I'll check Absolutely. it out. Absolutely. Watch it. Yeah, Absolutely. maybe I'll give it a watch then. Bit yeah, burned yeah. from that um, one that we went. We saw yeah, not we not not the not the poor Feig one. As much as thank then, you, Paul, but, for talking but, to us on the other podcast. But but that's the thing is, I think that gets a bad rap. It's not brilliant. I think the pro- so what happened with that came out. They changed the cast to women, and the internet went mental because the internet is just full of idiots. But if you watch the cast, aren't a problem with that film. I think the cast are great in it. It's just that after about and after about an hour, I remember thinking this is good, and then after about an hour, I remember thinking the arse has just fallen out of this film, and I don't really know mm. why. Like it's just gone; it just completely lost me. I found what's her name really annoying in it, Kate. Kate uh, McKinnon. 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 Yeah, I yeah. found her so annoying in that yeah. Ghostbusters movie. Can't, can't I, yeah, I've never watched it since we saw it in the cinema. It came out so <laughs> money back. So Trading Places came out in 1983. Uh, and he also directed Michael Jackson's Thriller in 1983, going back to Michael Jackson. Uh, Spies Like Us in 1985. Oh, yeah, I forgot he did that. Three Amigos in 1986. I love that movie. Uh, Amazon Women on the Moon in 1987, and then that Coming to a... America in 1988. Right, it's Isn't that Amazon years. Women on the Moon got Sandra Bullock in? I'm pretty sure it does. Uh, Rosanna Arquette, Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, maybe not. Maybe it's not. Uh, no, she might, sometimes she was credited as Sandy Bullock really early in her career. Yeah, sounds like a uh, bad joke. Sybil Danning. Well, if Sybil Danning's in it, I'll give it a watch. Steve yeah. Guttenberg. I mean, <laughs> a, I mean, I don't know. I don't know a great what. cast, didn't it? It was a piss take. It was. Oh, was it? Oh, Rip yeah. Taylor. 
I had a few. Yeah, I had a few. Had a few. Here's Sandra Bullock. <laughs> yeah. But everyone but. Yeah, everyone. Every, everyone Maybe it wasn't that one I'm thinking of. Maybe it's another one. No, well, no. Kelly it's Preston. Trying a, it's, like trying, it's, it's like trying to get a straight answer up my dad. This. Is. Ralph Bellamy. See, Ralph. Oh, Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, Harry are we Fisher. Going to the, oh, we going to the pub for the football. Well, then. Are we <laughs> going? <laughs> I'm trying to give everyone information. I mean, it's not the information you want, but I'm trying to give you information. You're going to do the old, uh, I'm hungry. I'm your dad. Pleased to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. <laughs> right then um josh your number five then please number five it's a big one this i thought um, did you not have your number six sorry i got it, i got it wrong i uh, i said yeah. george harrison but a six but i uh so my number five is michael schumacher in cars oh, okay. so michael schumacher See, is, yeah so michael schumacher at the end of so all the way through cars there's an Italian Fiat, little little Fiat who loves Ferraris and loves stacking tires. Luigi, I think, isn't it? And yeah, and then um, and then he loves. All he wants to do is meet a Ferrari, and then at the end, over the end credits, a Ferrari comes and gets his tires changed by this little Italian car, and it's Michael Schumacher because obviously he drove for Ferrari in F1, and I just think that's another good thing I think that shows a good cameo is they're not even like a film star. Yeah. <laughs> Like they just like they they got Michael. Bear in mind, like Michael Schumacher, it cannot be understated what a huge deal he, he is and was in the sporting world. Mm. Like I don't even really follow F one, but you said to most people who Michael Schumacher was, they would know who Michael Schumacher was. So the fact that they got him in to do like at least he comes and says hi, can I have some new tires or something like that? 
and they got him to do it. They must have just got him to do it on a phone and then send it in. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think it's brilliant. Like, it's a film about cars. Who'd you get? Michael Schumacher. Of course you do. Yeah. Clarkson in it as well. Clark, Clarkson's in the in the English version, and Jeremy right. Piven is in the American version. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for me, Michael Schumacher, man, getting him to just do one line where he plays a, a Ferrari. So meta, isn't it? A Ferrari driver <laughs> playing a Ferrari in a yeah. nightmarish world where cars are alive <laughs> and there's no people. And it's Tony Shalhoub who does who does Louis' yes. voice. Yeah. Tony Shalhoub. Yeah, yeah. He was near Men in Black. He was yeah, in, Men in Men in Black. Black. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, it all in, goes uh, round. Doesn't and it? Monk did a, as did well. Very, very, <laughs> did did an amazing me. film with Stanley, Stanley Tucci called Big Night. Oh, yeah, I've seen that yeah, years ago. Is that the... Is that the Restaurant one, yeah, it and is, there's yeah. Just a, like watch it for the food. Yeah, it's just amazing. Like I can't even know what the plot is. There's just the I food. Think, and it looks is incredible. there a scene where there's the four of them and they're like making an omelette or something? They make an omelette all... and it's just silent. And yeah, just and it's the best looking omelette. Every mm. time I watch that, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the same as Chef. Have you ever oh, watched the John yeah, Favreau yeah, movie yeah, Chef? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just the need to. I need some brisket you, after that. I just need some. It was the bit in the morning where he just makes his son like a sandwich. And you're like, I'm yeah. starving. Yeah. <laughs> That's the beauty of, of movies. Yeah. You look at it and you think that looks so good. Just so yeah. good. Food and films. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Go on then, Neil. You're number five. So if I do this, would you know who it is? Yeah. Yeah. Go on then. Chuck Norris, Dodgeball. Oh, I was going to say Don McLean on the cover of American Pie. Uh, well, I is, that a, be... is that a film? Uh, no. Yes, it is, actually. It's just not, nothing to do with the album. Yeah. But yes, Chuck Norris. Fucking, I think this film is so funny. It really I makes do. me laugh. Yeah, I like that it's, one. I, it hasn't dated at all. Rip Torn is hilarious, isn't it? Fucking You're, Chuck yeah. Norris. You're about as much use as a cock-flavoured lollipop. <laughs> the... Actually, speaking of film quotes in daily life, we call our gym Average Joe's. Oh, do you think? Yeah, yeah, because it's just a council-run gym. Yeah. So it's like, where are you going to? I'm just going to Average Joe's. Yeah, because <laughs> nice. it's like, it looks like Average Joe's. It's so funny, isn't it? Yeah, All the way through. And Chuck Norris turned up as a judge at the end. Just inspired. For no reason. <laughs> yeah, and hilarious. Yeah, I was going to say, what links would he have to dodgeball? <laughs> But it's just it's Chuck Norris, isn't it? Exactly. But the and then you've got the, the I think it's the um, after credit scene, haven't you? With um, oh god, oh, who's what, the... fat, um, Ben Stiller, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, fuck yeah. you, Chuck Norris. That's it. <laughs> that, was That's it. that was the height of the Chuck Norris is, is God phase. That's right. And then it, it was... did the whole thing, which it always does, which is like like David Hasselhoff or Nicolas Cage, so they become aware of the joke and they start cashing in on it, and everyone goes, ah. Oh. Yeah, anymore. yeah. <laughs> he turned up in one of the Expendables as well. Number didn't he? two, yeah. yeah. Number two, yeah. yeah. Just turned up, killed a few people, and then just fucked off. It was like that was all the, at the end when they're all in jeopardy and killed everybody again and fucked off again. Yeah, yeah. Good okay. money if you can get it. Oh, yeah. exactly. And we exactly. all love. Well, you wouldn't tell Chuck Norris no, would you? He <laughs> would. Oi, Chuck if Norris, I'm, no. I'd say. If, I was, so if I was in, if I was in my car. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> My baby. Going down the motorway. Hi, John Norris, you're a wagger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he'd probably run after you and catch you. True. Not now. How old is he? Oh, right. he's got to be in his 80s now. Yeah. Do you probably reckon? just pull the motorway up and pull you back like a rope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come back here. Right. Go on then. Have a guess. How old do you think Chuck Norris is? 82. Yeah, I'm going to say like... Uh, 
84. He was born in 1940. Oh. He's 82. So he's now, yeah, 10th of March, 1940. He's 82. Well done, wow. Neil. Yeah, best of friends, we are. Taught him everything he knew. Ian Chuck. I bet he'd only just be able to get his thumb up now at 82. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Or he's stuck in that position now because of crippling Rick arthritis or something. Is he going to come on and do top 10 controversial things I've said that then covered by my reputation for being hard? <laughs> Probably, yes. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, uh, my number five... Um, was definitely a shock because I never knew that he was in the movie until he flashes up for a split second. Uh, Brad Pitt as the Vanisher in Deadpool 2. He's in my oh, yeah. mentions. Yeah. It was one of those... I mean, I love Deadpool 2. It didn't seem to get as much love as the first Deadpool movie. Um, and the it was just genius. It was just... X-Force, was it? I think that was what That's they were it. called. Yeah. Um, and they all ended up, like, dying in grisly, so, horrible... Yeah, I, I, I almost put them in as a team. Yeah. For like that whole idea of he puts a force together and then they all immediately get killed. Like it's yeah. such a funny scene. And I agree, Deadpool 2, it's not as good as Deadpool 1. No. But it, no. But it gets, but it is good. It's a good film. Like I can yeah. watch it and watch it. And it um it gets a bad rap. But I tell you what, the opening sort of 15 minutes of Deadpool 2, I, just, I can't, I bore my eyes out. Yeah. Like, mm. um, like so sad. <laughs> and it is a, that, that song, um, Ashes, Ashes by uh, Celine Dion, is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it was fun. It's gonna it's gonna crop up on a future um, top ten that we've got planned Ooh. without a shadow of a doubt. Um, top ten C at Celine Dion songs. It, no, I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> Are you booked in for that one? I think twice. Um, Great song. Great <laughs> the, song. The, the one that for all the time she stood by me. That one. That was Cher, uh, wasn't it? That was no, uh, because, because you love me. Because you love me. Okay. Um, Are we Titanic, really going to go the through Titanic ten? One. What about the one that she did with um, uh, the Bee Gees, that Immortality? That's oh, a yeah, great song. Immortality. The cover of Meatloaf, it's all coming back to me now, which isn't there you the go. Meatloaf version. I mean, you know, yeah. there you go. Let's just do this, right? Let's just. Do- <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd have to. I'd have to leave because I only knew the fucking Titanic song, and that's it. <laughs> you must have heard the one from Deadpool too, though. Well, yeah, but I probably didn't tweet Have you heard it Think Twice? You've heard Think Twice. Well, not consciously. Don't say what you're about. I just, it doesn't do it for me. It doesn't do it for me, that sort of. I, I'll leave that to middle-aged women in YouTube. Uh, welcome to Celine Dion Talk here, here at the podcast. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a great... It, 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 it's a perfect cameo in the fact that you had no idea. He's, he's, his face is up there for... I don't know, five seconds at the most. Do you, know, do you know what he was paid for that? Go on then. One cup of coffee. Is that it? Yeah, he, <laughs> he said, he, 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 like, he just went, oh, I'll do it for a cup of coffee. Yeah. And then it came. I mean, to be fair, it's Brad Pitt. Could have been a 10 grand cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, apparently he just did it for, because also Matt Damon's in Deadpool too. Yeah. Is he? Boy, yeah, he's, he like a, he's got heavy makeup on, but he's like a fat truck driver. That's right. That's, yeah, I can't it's the one. Yeah, when uh, Cable turns when, when up. When Josh isn't it? Rowling comes back. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Great cameo. That's in my honourable mention. Yeah, great cameo. Okay, then, uh, Josh, your number four. Number four for me, and I'm surprised it's not come up already for you guys, but maybe it will do. Uh, it's Hugh Jackman as Wolverine in X Men First Class. That's my That's number four. And my number four. Hey. Hey. Holy shit! So, so the fact that a they get him in for clearly what is a day of filming. Mm. And B, 
He's got one line in it, which is fuck. I know. Is it go fuck yourself or fuck yeah. off? Yeah, go, fuck yeah. go fuck yeah. yourself. And yeah. it's a 12 A, so they use their one fuck mm. <laughs> to give Wolverine. And it's literally, they're looking for X Men. They walk into a bar. We want to talk to you about something. Go fuck yourself. And that's it. And it's yeah. just brilliant. It's brilliant. And, and the, the way that he chomps on the cigar, he chomps yeah. on the cigar, his, his yeah. eyebrow is half cocked. I love all yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. It's a great cameo. Proper, and that is an underrated film as well. Mm. Because, yeah, because I agree. They just kept making sequels, and it was like, nah, the first one was good. But the first, the first two the, of those were good. The, yeah, but... Days of Future Past. Because it, you got to, is it the first one? Because it's actually like the fourth one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or the fifth, if you count the one. But of the re- rebrand. The, the rebranded ones, yeah. yeah. Great. It's a great cameo, that. Mm. Totally agree. And yeah. that line is just pure genius and funny because you weren't expecting it. Yeah, it's hard I mean, it was the first follow, fucking it? Marvel, wasn't it? Is that what it was? It yeah. It's 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 a hard act to follow. Whoever has to do it next to play Wolverine because it play will Wolverine. come. It will come soon. Well, um, I've been reading about people that are touted to be the next Wolverine. Who is I think was Chuck Norris? Yeah. No, he's Wolverine. Celine Dion. The two, <laughs> Celine. the two, the two I've heard are Taron Egerton. That's the one. Yeah. And Daniel Ratcliffe. Oh. But I just it's I short, don't know. I I. Yeah, but he is short. Wolverine he is, is in, short. He's five foot three. Yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah. So Wolverine is thing. supposed to be short. When when Hugh Jackman was well, Dougray Scott was cast, then couldn't do it because of Mission Impossible Two, which was probably the biggest <laughs> mistake of his career. Um, and then Hugh Jackman did it, and there was loads of there's loads of outcry, a bit like when Michael Keaton was cast as Batman, that like he's too tall. Who you can who can you name apart from Danny DeVito, right? I can't name any five foot three leading men, but Daniel Tom Ratcliffe, Cruise. Daniel Ratcliffe is five foot four. So Oh there you go. Yeah. So well, I didn't know that about Wolverine. And he could easily I mean yeah. a lot of these actors that he can bulk up easily, couldn't he? Yeah. And Hugh yeah. Jackman gets buff in reverse. Like in the first X-Men film, don't get me wrong, he's in great nick, but it's like, by the, by the end, he's just, he's basically a bodybuilder. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Especially <laughs> in the, which was the, 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 the Wolverine. Oh, he was absolutely shredded, wasn't he? Absolutely yeah. shredded. Yeah. Look at that. I think that's the first time we've had the same. Triple whammy. Triple whammy, <laughs> indeed. So there you go. So it's back to you then, Josh, We're your number three. So my number three, this could be controversial, right? Because this might just count as him being in the film. Oh, God, I wonder if I've got the same as you for number three. It's Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> yes. That is mad. Unbelievable. Jesus yeah. Christ. So I can't remember if he's credited in it. He's or, not at the beginning. But he is so in the end. The, Yeah, I believe so in the right. end. Um, but when you saw it, when I saw it at the cinema, I was it's, just like, It is, it's great. Like, it's Tom Cruise. Like, he's one of the biggest movie stars of, on the mm. planet, and you've got him in a big fat suit, swearing, and like, like you've never really seen him before. It's just, it's a great cameo. It really is. It's, it's if, one, if it's it is a one cameo. of the greatest roles I think. Well, Tom Cruise has ever done. Yeah, he's obviously having a whale of a time. Oh yeah, doing that, and they've obviously said to him, "Look, just go fucking nuts. Yeah, go fucking crazy with this." And yeah. the whole bit, like the during the end credits when it's him dancing. doing his, his dancing and yeah. stuff. It's fantastic. It really, really yeah. is. I mean, you wouldn't know it was Tom Cruise, really, if, if you know, compared to all of his other stuff. But no, he's just the movie is a little bit hit and miss for me. It's it's all right. It's, it, I I used to love it. I think I've watched it relatively recently and been like, it's still funny in bits, but yeah, it's not even the first big cameo Tom Cruise has done, though, is it? Which was the other one? He is in 
Austin Powers 3. That's oh, right. At the beginning, I mean, there's there, loads with, of cameos in yeah, that Yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow, Danny DeVito, Kevin Spielberg. Spielberg, Kevin Spacey, Britney Spears. That's right. And then John Travolta was in it as well later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh Classic. my God, I forgot about uh, that. Yeah. I still think the Spielberg bit's the funniest in there. <laughs> where he just suddenly jumps off his chair and does all those cartwheels yes, and spins yes. down the street. <laughs> it's a Steven I, Spielberg. I, I can't believe we've had two. <laughs> yeah, two complete wipeouts. That's crazy. <laughs> has, has anybody seen, talking of, uh, not that we're talking about um, Mike Myers, but uh, has anybody seen the, the Pentaveret yet? No. I've heard some really bad things about yeah, it, how, yeah. how bad it is. It's like Love Guru bad, but... Oh, is it? Uh, I thought one so. trailer looked quite funny, and then the second trailer I saw, I thought, ooh. I think maybe he needs to give comedy a break for a bit. Well, hasn't like he it, given everything I mean, he's a, a, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's had a break honest. for, for quite was, a while. Yeah, that's true. He was in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, yeah, and he was in and he, um, Glorious Bastards. Yeah, and, like, yeah, and he that. did that one with Margot Robbie that was an Amazon movie. He was in uh, some train porter. Oh right, I don't even think I what it was called. That. Have a look at the Margot. Maybe, Ro- I can't think what it's called. It I love it if it's a film called it just, Ah, some train porter. Yeah, <laughs> what's it called? Some train porter. Oh, some train yeah. porter. <laughs> uh, he was some train porter. I don't know what the film's called now. I can't remember. Margot Robbie was in it. Uh, she was the main girl. Is it one of those ones like just before she got famous? Like the way Brad, Bradley Cooper's in a Vinnie Jones film and then he got really famous in the same year and it sort of looks really weird that he did a Vinnie Jones film. Yeah. It's called Terminal. That's it. With Simon Pegg, Dexter yeah, Fletcher. Fletcher it. Dexter Fletcher. Well, it looks like it's Fletcher. a... It's Dexter a... Fletcher. Yeah, it's a um, lock, stock and two smoking barrels kind of... Nick Moran. Well, honestly, it just is very Fletcher. confusing. They're trying to be too clever for their own good. But I switched it off. I just so if it's if it's so if it's a lock, stock, and two stock and barrels thing, then they'll definitely be in there, won't it? Because that is <laughs> that's like a hallmark. What year does it say it is, Pav? That term? it's uh, twenty eighteen. So she, it's just that she was already famous. Yeah, that's, yeah. I've never heard of that. Thomas, it's made for that. Amazon, I believe. Ah, right. Be Matthew Lewis from Harry Potter is also in it. Yeah. Who, who else, Pav? Uh, Jason Benjamin <laughs> Griffin, uh, Robert Goodman. Oh, uh, Robert, not Robert Goodman, not the uh, Robert Les Goodman. Love Day, Katrina Cass. There you go. Uh, not Katrina Cass, the one and only <laughs> Katrina Cass. Katrina Cass, her from The Wolf uh, of Wall Street and uh, The Guard, and Danny. God, oh, go back it out. IMDb is just like you go down a rabbit hole. It is, it's uh, terrible. But look at that. So, number four and number three. That's We've remarkable. Wipe the board with those. Isn't that amazing? I've we got won't a do feeling that. this is going to happen again. <laughs> I don't, it, it may well, do for number, number two. One. It, it won't oh, for our okay. number two. Okay. Because Neil's already said Stan Lee for number right, two. Right, okay. Um, so, Josh, your number two then, please. So, my number two. So, my when I did this, my one and two were the first things I did. Yeah. I'll tell you my logic now. So, my number two is uh, Alfred Hitchcock. Okay. okay. Because just, just all of them. Yeah, so Alfred Hitchcock in Alfred Hitchcock films. Yeah. Because that idea, he he was like one of the first, if not the first, to do it. And just imagine having like the stones to be like, I'm going to be in this. What else? I'm just going to walk past. Yeah. yeah. Like, it must have sounded mad. I mean, that's not the most controversial thing he did on a film set, but, you know, that's for no, another. No, I'm sure. <laughs> that's, for, that's for another podcast. But, um, but yeah, like the idea to to put yourself in your own film because he he almost became a brand 
because he had his own TV show, didn't he, for a yeah. bit? And he had, and he had, um, he would introduce his own films. That's right. So like, it's quite, fa- quite famously, he insisted that everyone went into Psycho in one entrance and left in another entrance. And then at the start, he would come on and be like, "Don't spoil it for people," basically. Yeah. Mm. And that's so I, I quite like that, like creating your own brand. It's it's clever, isn't it? And and it's it's something that some people still do now. But I think could, it could definitely definitely be something that is done in in terms of like the the big Marvel films. You know, when we went to see so when we went to see Endgame, there was signs everywhere saying don't spoil the end game. Yeah. But then for example, when we went to see both Spider-Man and Doctor Strange, and I won't spoil them, but there was there are things in that that you wouldn't want to hear people talking about as they left the cinema. And no. they didn't put any signs up. I mean we can help. I went out again, no spoilers, but when I want to watch no have you both seen No Time to Die? Yes. I have now, yeah. Yeah. So without spoilers for No Time to Die, skip forward 10 seconds if you don't want to hear this. But basically as I went into it, some a couple left the cinema and a woman turned to her partner and went, I thought it was a really dignified way for him to go. And I was like, fucking hell. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can only need one thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, but I think that's a really, it's a lost art a little bit. Is like, mm. almost like that shameless self-promotion. Yeah. So I mean, that's why I picked it. He's also a all. director that has his own genre. He, exactly. It's yes. that. Yeah. His, yeah. his own genre. So he was, he was a trailblazer from the start. So, for him to start things like that, and not many directors have done the same thing, have they? Really? No, no. You get you get the odd, you get people who put certain people in all their films. Yeah. Mm. So, like uh, one of my honourable mentions is Bruce Campbell's in all Sam, Sam Raimi's films. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah. Like James Gunn puts his brother in all his films. Um, John Ratzenberger, is it? I can't say. Yeah. He's in all the Pixar films. Pretty much all the Pixar. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't lucky Sam Raimi also use his own brother in all of his movies? Yeah, he's in a lot he of does them. as well, doesn't Ted, he? Ted, he, yeah. he's yeah. Ted Raimi. Yeah. Ron Howard as well does his brother. brother. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of nepotism in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? So, Neil, yeah, you said number two was Stanley. Yeah. Uh, my number two... I got a feeling might be someone's number one. Um, it's Bill Murray in Zombieland. Um, I watched this again about three days ago. Um, I was just flicking through the movies, and it was at the point that that Bill Murray turns up. And <laughs> I think originally it was supposed to have been Sylvester Stallone. That's who they originally aimed for when they wrote the movie Bill oh without a shadow of a doubt the whole ghostbusters thing yeah. um and again spoilers the fact that he gets shot at the end after pretending to be a zombie is he in the second one no not no. That i'm aware no, of no, no. Uh, i thought he might turn up in the second one no. as a zombie no. Like, no oh right i see what I, you mean you no know, he was a zombie and then no so, yeah, so he he's in my honorable mentions Oh right! Oh, I thought he might yeah. be number one. No, okay. he's not my number one. Yeah, it's it's um, especially when he's when he's dying as well. You know, the, the, the have you got any regrets? Well, Garfield, Garfield maybe. <laughs> and then when he died, I would love to know how many takes it took them for him to do his death scene when he's breathing, and he just keeps going. <sighs> <laughs> and it's like close up on like Woody Harrelson and him. You can imagine them just pissing themselves, laughing, and they just not be able to get through it. The other thing as well is that one of the best things, if you know, if you follow Bill Murray's career, like if you know things about Bill Murray, you will know he doesn't have an agent. That's right. So, yeah. so all of the, his projects are pitched to him. Apparently, I don't know if this is true, so so don't quote me on it. But he he um, you leave him a voicemail. 
So he has like a number and you leave a voicemail and pitch it to him. And then if he likes it, he'll phone you back, which means that the director probably <laughs> phoned a voicemail and was like, want to play yourself for like 10 minutes in a zombie film? And he went, yeah, absolutely I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can imagine that Woody Harrelson was the guy that gave him the in because they were in Kingpin together. That's yeah. right, they were. Do you think that must have been the little bit and say, oh yeah, you could be in a, in a film with Woody Harrelson and like you say, you're going to play yourself. Uh, as a as a sort of make believe zombie, it'd be a day shooting. It's a great yeah. film, zombie. And we'll off you. It is end. a great film. Again, another one where the sequel was it took too long to make, and and yeah. it's just not not up to scratch. I haven't seen the sequel, but you know, ten ten years in between films. Yeah. So it worked for some things, but yeah. I can't see it working for the. It's just so that it's that, got some good ideas in it, hasn't it? it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got some good ideas, but not very well executed. But the original one came at a time when everything was it was all like slow moving zombies and yeah and the Walking Dead and all that stuff, and it it just it made it nice and fresh. Yeah, and like the, the way the that it was filmed, you know, with the with the different rules. And kill of the week, you know the zombie kill of the week and stuff. Yeah, it was great. I, mean, I wish they'd done the TV series instead of the yeah. the movie. Yeah. Now I think it would have worked well as a. Then you could have had a proper. Has, uh, the gaps killed it, on it. Yeah, you could have had a proper because murder of the week. You know, kill of the week. Yeah, zombie. The first zombie land has one of the most heartbreaking reveals you'll ever oh, see. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. Nicole, with a little puppy, bird. My puppy thing. Yeah, yeah. You realise what a puppy actually is. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, there's like some films, if you leave a gap, like for example, I think that the second train spotting film actually works quite well. Yeah. 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 Because they're all like 20 years older. But then, like, they, I'd be interested to see how Top Gun is because it's getting a rave review. It's getting very good reviews. Um, so I'm hoping to go and see it. Um, I mean, rave reviews doesn't mean it's going to be good because no. like plenty of stuff gets a standing ovation when people saw it and all that. But I'm excited to see how like certain things because it must be that must be one of the biggest gaps in a film line because I know the biggest one is between the Color of Money and the Hustler. Like that was 30, one of them. Probably, like yeah, a thirty yeah, yeah. odd year, a thirty odd year gap between yeah. between them. But uh, but anyway, yeah, good 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 films on Beyond. Yeah, mm, right then. Before we reveal our number ones, uh, Josh, do you want to give us a countdown of yours from ten to two, please? Yes. So number ten is Keanu Reeves in Always Be My Maybe. Number nine is Michael Jackson in Men in Black Two. Number eight, Kate Blanchett in Hot Fuzz. Number seven, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon in Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Number five, George Harrison in Life of Brian. Number six. Sorry, number six, George Harrison in Life of Brian. I've got the reason it's right. I swapped them and then I forgot I swapped them. That's what's happened. That's what's happened. <laughs> number six is George Harrison, Life of Brian. Number five is Michael Schumacher in Cars as a Ferrari. Hugh Jackman is number four in Wolverine and X-Men First Class. Number three is Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder. And number two, Alfred Hitchcock in all of Alfred Hitchcock's films. Lovely. And Neil, if you can give us your 10 to two, please. Okay, so at number 10, George Harrison, Life of Brian. Number nine, Keith Richards, Pirates at World's End. Number eight, Daniel Craig, Force Awakens. Number seven, David Bowie, Zoolander. Number six, Jay and Silent Bob, Scream 3. Number five, Chuck Norris, Dodgeball. Number four, Hugh Jackman and X-Men First Class. Number three, Tom Cruise, Tropic Thunder. And number two, Stanley, with all of his cameos. Lovely. And mine is number 10, Daniel Craig, as the First Order Stormtrooper in Force Awakens. Nine, Samuel L. Jackson, Nick Fury in Iron Man. Eight, Stanley, in all his uh, cameos. Seven, Marcel Marceau from the silent movie. 
Six, Ralph Bellamy and Don Amici as the uh, Duke brothers in Coming to America. Five, Brad Pitt as the Vanisher in Deadpool 2. Four, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine in X-Men First Class. Three, Tom Cruise as Les Grossman in Tropic Thunder. (laughs) And two, Bill Murray as himself in Zombieland. So, Josh, what is your number one movie cameo? So you might have already guessed it by the fact that I've not mentioned it so far, but my number one is, is Stanley and all the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And the reason I put it at number one, second only to Alfred Hitchcock, so after Alfred Hitchcock. So Alfred Hitchcock, he put himself in all his own films, which he directed, but Stan Lee wrote a bunch of characters and then like 30 years later ended up in them. And I can't think of a more winning trajectory than writing stuff in the 60s and then being in it in the noughties and through to, you know, through from the 2000s and the 90s, right, for, right through. I mean, it's brilliant, isn't it? It must have been such a weird trip to see all your characters in the costumes and, mm. and all that sort of stuff. So, and he's in so many, you yeah, know, he's in so many. He, he's all, You're always looking out for it. And as we know, he is a watcher. So he's all powerful pretty much. So Stan Lee for me, he is the king of the cameo. Yeah, that's a, that is a great yeah. one. It, it must have been so rewarding with all the the shit that Marvel went through in mm. in certain years, and you know whether they were going to go bankrupt and stuff. To finally see his characters, and even the characters that weren't specifically massive that people knew. I mean, even Iron Man. When Iron Man came out, people did. It was a secondary, maybe third character. The, um, so the, the the characters they started the MCU off with are their B roster. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. that's what they were left with that no one wanted to buy. So people bought the Fantastic Four. People bought... Um, Spider-Man. X-Men, people bought Spider-Man. People even bought, like, Blade and and um, some of the other ones, Punisher. But uh, no one wanted Captain America because he was just seen as, like, a bit of propaganda. It's like Captain America's not a... He's not a San Lee property, is he? Mm-hmm. No. No, but he's in the films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. So, yeah. That is, that is a very good one, Josh, I must admit, even though he was number eight for me. I still, <laughs> I still feel it, it was... Uh... On pure volume and success of the films alone. Exactly. He made who, a business, who, he doesn't, made... who doesn't love Stan Lee? I he mean, made really. a business out of cameos. That was his exactly. job, do you know what I mean, was cameos. Exactly. Excelsior! Bless you, Stan Lee. <laughs> uh, go on then, Neil. What's your number one? Well, you've already mentioned it. It's Bill Murray's on. I did Land. write it down. I thought that was going to be your number one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just love the fact that, uh, you know, when we went to see it, uh, did you both see it at the cinema? I, I mean, I No, did, I but, just saw it, uh, like, you know, when it came out on the street. You know, I, I had no idea. It hadn't been spoiled for me. I was quite late to the party at the cinema to see it. Him coming on. It's a hilarious cameo. It's a great cameo. And like you said, it's, it's over within 10 minutes with him, with the world's slowest dying scene uh, what's not to love and who doesn't love bill murray indeed who doesn't love bill murray well, not aziz ansari probably doesn't doesn't love him particularly uh, <laughs> why that's the there's a the, the aziz ansari's new movie ended up getting postponed didn't it because uh bill murray mm. apparently said something a bit uh um, inappropriate yeah. to ah. someone and then they complained and bill murray got kicked off the, the movie and um, sure i think he'll be all right I'm sure it'd be all right. Not that I'm condoning it, but I think... No, 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 no. I think it was one of those things that uh, apparently Bill Murray thought it was okay to say something and somebody took offence to it and then the whole movie got shut down. (laughs) (laughs) But he he is a character in himself, isn't he? I mean, when you watch him on Graham Norton, he gets them all... 
down their drinks. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one? And that yeah. was great. Obviously, he rocked up at that person's party and did their washing up. And the shooting yeah. party, innit? Yeah. 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 And did their washing up. I just think the guy's a bit of a legend, isn't he? Go on YouTube and put in Bill Murray No Look Putt. Oh, I watch okay. him on a, one of these pro am, uh, like pro celebrity golf tournaments, and he does this no look putt. It is fucking phenomenal. Oh, I'll put really? it in the I'll put it in the uh, Patreon video playlist so you so our Patreoners can watch it. But it's it's crazy, absolutely crazy. Uh, okay, so my number one, uh, and there's not many movies that I've watched where when there's been a cameo in the cinema, it made people go <gasps> like that, and this one. <laughs> is Sean Connery as King Richard in uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. <laughs> now, this fine. is a movie yeah. I've said before on this podcast that is close to mine and my wife's heart. We waited for everybody to leave the cinema and we danced in the aisles to Brian Adams at one particular time. Don't look like that, Neil. I'm joking. <laughs> my girlfriend, um, like million, presumably like millions of other babies in 1991, was born to that song not, I can imagine obviously didn't take three and a half minutes but uh, <laughs> it's like at some point it took 16 weeks probably yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> she definitely heard it more than once yeah yeah but that that was the moment when King Richard comes back uh, after Robin yeah. Hood's the hero and all of a sudden because I think if I can remember I haven't seen the movie for a while there's like a procession of horses and you just That's see right. like like his leg or whatever and then he gets yeah. off the horse as he gets off the horse he drops into shot and fucking hell it's Sean Connery and obviously, the link was there between them and uh, during the uh, well, yeah, but the like the Untouchables was when Kevin oh, Costner yeah, and yeah. Sean Connery. But obviously, yeah, that Robin and I watched that about a month ago. It was on one of the other um, movie channels. What a great movie that is, Robin Which and Marion. Unto- oh, Robin, no, Robin and Marion. Yeah, yeah. That's a great movie with some real stars he's in it. I'll he's go through the stars with you on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you got a while? He's um he's in my honourable mentions. That I mean, yeah, he's a, it's a great cameo and a yeah, and a is. film which. Probably the the most flawless British accent as well. Oh, without a doubt. Accent. I I genuinely believed he was from Nottingham in that film. Yeah. And then he walked from Dover to Nottingham in about 15 minutes. <laughs> that was that was the best bit. <laughs> there the are bit so many clips of Dover and goes, I'm home. And you're like, are you? Where? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> um yeah, there are some some inconsistencies in that movie, but I, I, there are some fantastic moments. Alan in that Rickman, movie as well. Alan Rickman yeah, is should fantastic. Have an, should have won an Oscar for that. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt. But yeah, that for me is it means it's not just the fact that it's a good cameo. It sort of means a lot to us. And I can remember that first time watching it, going, "Oh my god, it's Sean Connery!" And everybody in the crowd went. <gasps> Because they didn't know that Sean Connery was going to yeah. pop up in the movie. And he said, we named the dog Indiana. Is that right? <laughs> Junior. Is that your Bones McCoy impersonation? Yeah. That you just did? That was very good. <laughs> However you do it. Yeah. yeah, I have been in the cinema for recently and there's been some gasps, but I feel like we've got this far without spoiling them, so I won't. Oh, well, look, we've well, already said that we're going to spoil Strange, movies. Please don't. No, because I haven't watched that yet. Have okay. you, you watched the Spider-Man movie though, Neil, haven't you? Yeah, what, yeah. No Way Home? I mean, I must admit, I was surprised that... that to no way home didn't make it on somebody's list for the top 10 when i was so when right again i know it's like six months later but if you've not seen spider-man then skip forward a minute but when andrew garfield shows up in that film i was saying it was like when your football team scores a goal yeah it was fantastic it fucking mental it was I've fantastic. never been in a cinema like it before and the, yeah and then obviously then Tobey Maguire, and then the bit where he catches mj and all yeah that. oh yeah, I, I'd never even thought I gave a shit about Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. Exactly. 
And he was the weakest of the, of the Spider-Mans in their own movies, but in he's, this one, he was the man of the match of that he's movie. The, he's the best actor of the three of them. Yeah, without a doubt. I think he's one of the best actors in the world. Yeah. I, mean, I think he's phenomenal, but his films are they're just not that good. No. But did you um, not find that the, the, the cameos in that one were a bit sort of cameos that you sort of knew were coming? But the whole, I think, I think the whole point was it was built up and built up to be like, are they going to be in it? Mm. And then they were, and it was like a relief. Yeah. It was like, oh, they are in it. Oh my God, Tom McGuire, Andrew Garfield sort of thing. And then, and then there is one in Doctor Strange, but I won't say anymore. Yeah, no, please don't. I haven't seen that yet. Uh, um, so go on, go. You will not see it coming. Right. That's what I'll say. Go and see it as soon as you can, because Marvel has just started booking release and stuff now. Right. Genuinely, when, when, after about, a month they just went yeah they're in spider-man they just yeah. put them back in the trailer they put them back in the tv spots and all that so i'd say you've probably got about two weeks until this particular thing is just publicly discussed i'm yeah, just yeah, gonna yeah. have to turn off all social media then is that is that people are sticking stuff up like spoilers up on youtube and they're not even get having the decency of putting spoilers as the title they're putting uh, what the spoiler is as the title of the fucking YouTube video. Yeah. So you, even if you're trying to stay away from it, it's there in black and white before you've even watched yeah, the video. And I, and I get it if it's like for Spider-Man, for example, we've just spoiled it, right? But that came yeah. out in December. Exactly. Doctor Strange hasn't been out for a month yet. Give him, no. give him a month for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah. at least. Yeah, like, I completely agree. Um, so what else What else did you have on your uh, honourable mentions? I've got a couple then, more. So I've got uh, Sean Connery. I've got that one. I've got Bill Murray. I've got Brad Pitt in Deadpool 2. Bruce Campbell in the Star Wars trilogy, especially considering that in the fourth one that they never made, it was going to be revealed that they were all the same bloke and that it was Mysterio. In the Star Wars trilogy? No, did I say Star Wars? Yeah, you yeah. did. Yeah. Spider-Man, sorry. Ah, uh, uh, right. Bruce Campbell in the Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the, yeah, yeah. In the, in the <laughs> Spider-Man films, sorry. It's been a long day. Yeah. Um, so then I've got uh, Bruce Springsteen in High Fidelity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt Damon and Sam Neill in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, that's it, that yeah. one. Uh, Carrie Fisher in Austin Powers. She runs an she runs a grief group. No, a counseling, family counselling oh, yeah, group. That's nice. right, with Dr. Um, Evil, yeah. Uh, yeah, Daniel Craig in Star Wars. And then another one, which again, you, you may or may not know, which is Senator Patrick Leahy in the Batman films. So there is a politician who at one point, I think under Obama's government, he was like third or fourth in, in power. And he is in a lot of the Batman films because he is a big fan of Batman. Most famously, he is the guy who tells the Joker that we're not intimidated by thugs. Oh, oh right, okay. okay. In the Dark Knight, but he is like a top, top US politician. Oh, right. I don't know what his reputation is like, so if he's controversial, I'm sorry. I just think it's pretty cool that they got a high-level politician to, be, to get threatened by the Joker. Fair play. And then Bob Kane's wife is also in a lot of the old... Bat- is in the uh, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. She plays Gossip Gertie as well. There you go. Yeah, so a nice. couple of Batman ones for you there. What about you guys? There you go. Um... Go on then, Neil. Did you have any or not? Uh, not, not that I've written down. No, I mean, I, the ones I was thinking of was was like Cockknocker and the Jay and Silent Bob ones. <laughs> yeah, I just like. I mean, I did, I did. I mean, I suppose I did have. Let's take the one that I did drop out of my list was um, uh, Alfred Hitchcock, but that yeah. Was oh, yeah, and Steven Spielberg in Gremlins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was one of those ones where he's blinking, you miss it because he just he's on some contraption, walking sort of through the shot or, or driving through well, the Gremlins shot on this. Two, we should say. Was that Gremlins Two? I oh, thought it was. Was he in the first one? Was it? It's the first one. Yeah. When when um, Matey Boy's dad is at that makers convention, isn't he? 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, you get can... it off on IMDb. Come on, let's do it. Let's have a look. Yeah, so starring in that one, uh, in and also the Blues Brothers, Spielberg. Yeah, there you go. A lot of good yeah. ones are the Blues Brothers. He's done a J- few. Jason uh, Statham is in Collateral. Yeah. As the as the transporter. That's, that's right. That's yeah, right. Little, that's a good one. Little crossover. That's there's loads, one. isn't there? There's there is. Loads. We do have a we do have a few from uh, from various listeners. So we've got Andy McEwen one said Invasion of the Body Snatchers, seventies cameo by the actor from the fifties one. What's his uh, name? McCarthy, wasn't it? Um, that is it. Yes, Kevin McCarthy. Yeah. Uh, Gremlins two. Uh, that's like Cameo City. It and is. Hot Shots Part Deux, I Loved You in Wall Street. That was yeah, a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Um, at Where Is Nowhere, so that's uh, Andy. Uh, hello, Andy. Uh, Nick Fury, Sam Jackson at the end of uh, Iron Man, totally unexpected. At Chatty Geek HD says, has to be Doc Emmett Brown in A Million Ways to Die in the West. Oh, yeah, that's just, a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. It's just a shame that film is so shit. It is. It is. <laughs> yes, it um, is. And at Connor Brosnahan says Bruce Willis in Loaded Weapon 1. Yeah, that's hilarious. That is great. They, they blow his caravan up, don't they? And they attack him and he comes out of the flag and he goes, he's over there. Yeah. <laughs> is that 1014 Ocean Drive? No, this is 814 yeah, Ocean Drive. It's it. two blocks that way. And he's got his John McClane vest on and stuff. He's done a few Willis, hasn't he? Ocean yeah. 12 plays himself. That's right. Uh, the player he was in that yeah. with Julia Roberts. Yeah, yeah. Playing, yeah. Sort of, he was playing himself in that, wasn't he? Yeah, a load of people play themselves in that, don't they? That's a great. They do. Movie, isn't yeah. it? They do. I haven't seen that one for years. There you go. Then I mean, well, I mean, we've had a couple of firsts there with um, absolute like number four and number three. All of us <laughs> completely not. the same. We've still not had a number one yet. All of us the same. But that's the closest we've had so far. Well, when I come back for Celine Dion song. Yes, yes. Oh, Neil, you two will have start, to do that one on your own. Man. Start Very listening, short. Neil. Come on, look, you've got me to listen to ACDC and um, Pink hey, Floyd. All and right, Rumors. I will listen. I have listened you've got to, listen to I have Celine listened Dion's to some greatest Celine hits. Dion. I just can't remember any fucking song. <laughs> Plus the fact that there's your love of Titanic as well. So oh, you know Jesus. that one. That probably one of the worst movies ever made. There you God, go. This will be like your room 101. This no, there you go. <laughs> go on then, Neil. Tell everybody how they can get in touch. Yes, you can find us on all the social medias at Top10Pods. You can email us at top10pods at hotmail.com where you can ask us any questions or even suggest some top tens yourself. Come and help support the podcast at patreon.com com forward slash top 10 pods where you can get rewards uh episodes super early and even be a guest yourself on the pod check out all of our links via the link tree the you can find the link in the show notes and please do come and subscribe and leave a rating and a review on wherever you get your podcast from wonderful and also remember on the patreon we've got the new video playlist that goes along with the episode so we'll have some wonderful bits and pieces with all these different uh different cameos yeah um so josh thank you so much uh how's thank things at uh, just films and that pod how's it yeah going? good good cracking on yeah still 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 talking about all your favorite underrated and underseen films um trying to think what we've got coming up let's have a look here we've got uh we've just done imperium which is a daniel ratcliffe film five foot four yeah, fast forward Daniel Ratcliffe, little teeny tiny Daniel Ratcliffe. He doesn't care. He's got loads of money. Exactly. Um, There's a skinhead in that one, wasn't he? He is as well. He, he's infiltrating the skinhead gang. Right. It's quite good. Uh, and then we did Equilibrium last week. We've just done our 100th episode a few weeks ago where we did uh, uh, like awards for all of our films, some controversial choices in that. Coming up, we've got, uh, we've got Bruce Almighty next week. 
We've got uh, Police Academy in a couple of weeks with a comedian called Mark Nelson. That was very, that was a lot of fun. We've got a couple of others. We've got, uh, we actually got, speaking of Sean Connery and Robin Hood, I picked, which we recorded last night, the Disney Sexy Fox Robin Hood. Oh, oh my because, favorite Disney movie. You're yeah, number one in our Disney animated movies, Neil. Because it is really underrated on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. Really? I it's think it's got, just fabulous. It's got 55% on Rotten Tomatoes. And that's weird because on that podcast, we I did say how that fox is sexy. Mm. Everyone thinks the fox is sexy. Yeah. Uh, and if you don't, you're lying. Yeah. The lady fox, you mean? Both of them, mate. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Both. Yeah. Broaden your mind. Yeah, listen, <laughs> broaden my you mind. Want, if, you want, if you want sexy foxes, <laughs> I mean that's the place. It's that it's that, that, that and all the bingo. That and yeah. the bingo ad. They're the two. Or sexy fantastic ones. Mr. Fox. You oh, know, there there's you loads go. of choices if that's your particular fetish. I'm not saying it's mine. That's a bit private. Um, not the yeah. fox under uh, mighty boosh though. No, don't like trash that. Fox. No, yeah. The trash fox. Um, <laughs> so yeah, loads of good stuff coming up. And if you do want to get in touch with us, we're on all the social medias, much like yourselves. Uh, you can probably just click on your followers and search for us. But if you want to find us straight off the bat, it's just films and that pod. Lovely. Well, we'll put the link in the show notes. Thank you very much. Uh, please give it a go. When I was listening to your hundredth uh, episode, I was stuck in a uh, uh, stuck in a motorway jam for six hours. Oh. So uh, yeah, so that that did ease like an hour of it. Okay, I'm glad <laughs> we could raise a sunset. Any controversial choices? Um, no, no. It was nice to get a little mention. Thank you, which was very no, kind you're of very, you. Yeah, you're very yeah, welcome. Thank you very much. It's nice. Well, you'll have to come yeah, back again, won't you? Yeah, absolutely. On. Well, we'd be there. We'd be there like a shot. Absolutely. Well, pick uh, a film between you, and we'll sort it. Yeah, maybe we'll do Silent Movie or The End or something. Ooh. That'd be a good one to do, Neil. Yeah, I'd love to watch them again. It's been a long time. Well, I haven't seen The End, I don't think. Have you never seen it? Oh, it's on no, um, sure. It's on iTunes. There's That's a dad joke in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not, a, it's not a particularly good movie, to be fair. It's right. just it's got some hilarious moments that's pretty much all Dom DeLuise, but Whereas Silent <laughs> Movie was, uh, as I recall, was very funny. Oh, yeah, all the way through. It's very much like history of the world it's like scene mm. it's like sketches all sort of joined in together but uh, mm. when we do our mel brooks top 10 we'll uh i'm sure we'll delve well, into this that'll be a good one indeed josh thank you so much for joining us mate thanks very much chaps and uh i'm sure i'll see you again sometime if you like I'm me sure yeah. <laughs> great to see you josh take uh, give my love to alice we'll do, we'll do. Alice. i'm sure she'll be on she's just otherwise engaged this evening indeed uh thank all you right. neil thank you very much Pav. thank you josh Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening and watching. And uh, let's go start the countdown. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.